Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Jazakallah for tuning into another episode of Theme Talk. Um, today is just myself, my co host Jihan is not um, joining us this session, so it'll be a bit of a solo session. Um, but it's going to be a bit of a more discussion rather than a conversation. <coughs> so, just to start off, um, we were talking about anger, which is a spiritual illness. And as human beings, we not only have our body and mind, but we also have a soul. And this soul is sometimes described as a spirit, ruh, or a kalb, or heart. And for a Muslim, spiritual health is as important, if not more, as the physical and the mental health. So on the physical and the mental health, depend on us having a meaningful life and success in this world but the spiritual health um, will depend on our success and salvation in both the world in this world and in the hereafter Imam Ghazali in his book Ihya says that every organ of our body has a function and when it fails to do its function it means it is not well and the function of the soul or the ruh or the spiritual heart is to know its creator Allah to love Allah, to seek closeness to Allah, and if the heart fails in this function, then we must know that it is sick. And it's also important to know that the ailments that make the heart weak and sick. In the language of the Quran, it is not only the eyes that get blind, but also the hearts that become blind. In the Quran, it speaks about uh, the sickness of the heart in many places. For example, Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah, in the hearts is a disease, and Allah has increased the disease, and grievous is the penalty they incur because they are false to themselves. So when the heart gets sick, it loses its desire and the ability to do right and good deeds. This affects the morals and the manners of a person and the general behavior. And what are the major diseases that affect the hearts? How can we take precaution? What are the cures in, in, the, in case one is affected with these ailments? This is the, um, the, the uh, objective of our Ramadan series, um, focusing on spiritual illnesses and we will focus on some of the major spiritual illnesses. For example, um, for today's topic is going to be about anger. Um, just, just to clarify as well, in terms of the spiritual illnesses, as I said before, it's also important uh, we all be, we, you know, if we get ill in this world, um, be it something minor or be it something major like cancer, we always go and seek professional help from the, from the medical experts. And likewise, when we get, when we suffer from spiritual illnesses, for example, if we can't control our anger, if we've got jealousy, we've got pride, etc., ostentation showing off, um, then we go and seek, you know, uh, qualified scholars. Who know how to rectify their own, rectify a person's heart, and what's important to note is the illnesses in this world will die with us as soon as we die. So, for example, if a person was suffering from cancer, as soon as they that person passes away, the cancer dies with them. But spiritual illness is so important that when we die, that spiritual illness doesn't die with us because. If we die with that spiritual illness in our heart, then we will be held accountable in front of Allah. So, for example, everyone knows about the, you know, pride. If a person has a atom's worth of pride in their heart, then they will be held accountable in front of Allah. So, unless you take pride out of your heart before you pass away, 
then you know you're you're going to be held accountable um, on the day of judgment in front of Allah. Um, for today's session, I will also uh, focus a little bit of on, on on Bangla for our Bangla audiences, as we've got a few others that'll be tuning in. So um, uh, please mind if when I'm speaking Bangla, and also uh, uh, my Bangla is not the best. Um, so I'm not sure ইসলামমতে <laughs> কিন্তু যে রুহানি বেমার এই রুহানি বেমার মানুষ মরার লগে লগে মরা না কেনে এই রুহানি বেমার আল্লাহ আমরা জিকাইবা যে তোমার ভিতর ই বেমার কেন আসিল আর এই বেমারে তুমি এখানে ঠিক করছো না ফর এক্সাম্পল আমরা জানি যে প্রাইড মানে দেখান দেখান দেখানি যে বেমার দিয়ে যে আমরা মরি যে আল্লাহ আমরা দরবা ইনশাল্লাহ আসকুর আলোচনা গুসার উপরে সো গুসলে গিয়ে একটা বড় একটা রুহানি বেমার আমরা গুসার কিলাখান ঠিক করতে পারি কিলাখান কন্ট্রোল হতে আর গুসা কিতা একটা একটা গুসা কিতা এটাও বোঝা দরকার সো আল্লাহ বাই মুফতি সাইফুল ইসলাম কল স্পিরিচুয়াল হট সো আল্লাহ সুবাহ স্টেটস ইন দ্য কোরআন মহসিনিন and those who subdue the anger and pardon people Allah Ta'ala loves those who do ihsan righteous goods righteous deeds sorry in this verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala points out three special qualities of his chosen servants number one they subdue the anger number two they forgive the mistakes of other servants number three they not only forgive them but also show kindness and generosity generosity towards them these are the people that Allah Ta'ala subhanahu wa ta'ala loves in the above verse allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has outlined the cure for the detrimental illness of anger he says those who subdue the anger and arabic scholars they say that according to arabic grammar it also means those who suppress the anger so corona ayatum dalai amra de tinta jinish shikha disoin je যে কুসা যে বেমার এটারে কিলাখান ট্রিটমেন্ট করা যায় এটারে কিলাখান কন্ট্রোল করা যায় সব পয়লা জিনিসলিকা আপনার কুসারে কন্ট্রোল করতে হইবে মানে এ সময় কুসার কুসা উঠে যায় এ সময় কুসারে আপনি ঠান্ডা করতে হইবে দুই নম্বর জিনিস ওদিকে যে মাসে আপনার কুসা হরাইছেন এই মাসে আপনার মা ফর্তা আর তিন নম্বর জিনিস যে খালি মা ফর্তা না বট এই মাসের দিকে আপনি মায়া দেখা মায়া দেখাইতে ইট ইস ইম্পর্টেন্ট টু আন্ডারস্ট্যান্ড দ্যাট বিকমিং অ্যাঙ্গ্রি ইজ নট বাড rather channeling and utilizing it in the wrong place is bad and blameworthy if anger was something despised then instead of revealing wal qazi min al ghais wal adi min al ghais would have been revealed meaning those who completely eradicate the anger from the roots the scholars of tafsir say that the objective is not to eliminate anger completely but to use it in its appropriate places now this is something very important because 
sometimes you might think, well, becoming angry um, is a bad thing. No, if becoming angry is a bad thing, like um, Muftisab explains, Allah wouldn't have said, suppress the anger. You know, uh, he would have said that eradicate younger, completely get rid of it. So what we learn from this is that to become angry when you should supposed to become angry, that's fine. But when you become angry in the wrong places or you take the wrong anxious out of anger, that is when we go wrong. And that is what we need to sort of treat ourselves and be aware of and rectify. So Gusha says Zinish Gusha Ashala Bad Zinish night. For example, one of the stories that we, um, you know, commonly is discussed is the story about a Bedouin, a person from the desert, who comes in the masjid and urinates. So Imam Muslim Rahmatullah reports in his Sahih that once a Bedouin came to the masjid, so a Bedouin is a person that is to live in the desert, and started to urinate inside. The person didn't know the etiquettes of the masjid, and the Sahaba whom immediately rushed towards him to stop him. Our Holy Prophet said, La tuzir muhu da'u. Do not stop him, leave him. So they left him until he finished. After him he finished, the Holy Prophet ﷺ called him and said to him, Look, these masjids are not places for urinating or for impurities. The masjids are for zikr of Allah ﷻ, performing of salah and rectification and recitation of the Holy Qur'an. Allama Sayyid Sulaiman Nadib Rahmatullah writes in his kitab, Futubat al-Madras, that an English historian writes, I have not come across any person who endured so much patience tolerance, perseverance and possess such complete intellect like the messenger of, of Islam. When a person produces a sanctified and sacred place of worship, usually a person became, becomes enraged with anger apart from the Prophet of Islam. As a non-Muslim, I am astonished and amazed at his level of intellect and tolerance that he controlled his nafs and at the same time his strategy and wisdom safeguarded the whole masjid from contaminating. If the Bedouin was stopped or driven away, it would have contaminated the whole masjid and possibly, possibly caused physical harm to him. Subhanallah, what level of tolerance. So from this story we learn that a person comes into the masjid and starts urinating in the masjid. Now, as brothers who go to the masjid, you know, you come across someone doing something like this, you know, you have to think, what would my reaction to be to that situation? We'd probably be yelling, shouting, you know, brother, why are you doing stop here? How dare you? How can you even imagine doing something like that inside the masjid? But look at the way our Prophet Muhammad reacted. You know, the Sahaba around him, they were angry. You know, they wanted to stop this person, you know, chase him out of the masjid. But the Prophet stopped the Sahaba and, you know, let this person carry on doing what he was doing. And then he explained to him uh, that, you know, you don't do such kind of things inside the masjid. Now, there's so much wisdom, as the historian pointed out, you know, if the Sahaba had stopped that person, it could have caused him bodily harm. You know, when you want to let go, you let go. He's stopping in, in the midway of trying to urinate. It could cause bodily harm. And if, the, if they had chased him out of the masjid, then, you know, that person could have, you know, contaminated a lot more areas in the masjid rather than that just secluded area. 
So again, this is controlling of the anger. You know, Prophet Muhammad he did not become angry, although the Sahaba around him, they became angry. This was an example where he um, showed how to control anger. So, I'm just going to tell you that the Nabi Kirsalam was a very good person. He was a very good person. So, this is the case of the Sahaba. ফেসাবাই <laughs> যে <laughs> কিন্তু আমি শিক্ষা পাইছি যে কিলা খান আমরা নবী সাল্লাল্লাহু আলাইহি ওয়াসাল্লাম সাথে মতেই জিনিসটা ঠিক করছেন রিফারিং ব্যাক টু দ্য ভার্স দ্যাট উই রিসার্চড ওয়াল কাজি মিনাল গাইস দ্য ইজ অ্যান ইনসিডেন্ট ওয়ার ইট হেল্পস আস টু আন্ডারস্ট্যান্ড দ্য সিচুয়েশন আ বিট মোর বেটার সো জাইনুল আবিদিন রাহমাতুল্লাহি হি ওয়াজ দ্য গ্র্যান্ডসন অফ সাইয়েদানা আলী রাদিয়াল্লাহু আনহু এন্ড And it happened that accidentally the water vessel from, fell from the Khadim's hand and injured, injured Zainul Abidin's head. He looked towards the Khadim in anger. MashaAllah, the Khadim was a Hafiz and he immediately recited this verse, what Qazi mean otherwise, those who suppress the anger. So Zainul Abidin instantly said, Qad qazamtu ghaizi, I have restrained my anger. And he immediately accepted the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not for a moment think that this is my Khadim, who gives him the authority to order me. Today the main problem is we do not want to accept authority or the order of anyone, rather it has to come from someone above to accept it. Whoever instructs us, we need to see what the order, order is and whose order it is. Here it was the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even though it came from the mouth of a junior. Hence Zainul Abidin rahmatullahi properly accepted. The Khadim then recited the other part, وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ And those who pardon people. So Zaydin Abidin replied, قَدْ أَفَوْتُ anka, I have forgiven your mistake. The Khadim concluded by saying, وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the one who do good deeds. So Zaydin Abidin replied, إِنَّهُ حُرٌ لِوَجْهِ اللَّهِ You are free for the sake of Allah. So again, this is just explaining... a bit more in detail about the um, the three points that we learned earlier on and this is a practical example of how these three points were carried out so here we have a scholar and his khadim someone that's looking after him helping to perform wudu and you know uh, by accident um, causes him harm by dropping the vessel on top of him and hurting him and and as per the the, the verse of the quran he acts 
the Qadim, you know, mashallah, he was a Hafiz, you know, he, he uh, responded with the Quran when he saw the scholar getting angry and the scholar re um, reacted to the verses of the Quran in accordance to these th three points. So the three points, again, subdued the anger. So just as we see in an example, the scholar, he controlled his anger. Then the second point, they forgave the mistake of the servant. So he forgave the mistake of the Qadim dropping that vessel on him. And you know uh, that he, he kind of left, moved on, but this is where we fail. So you know when we have anything wrong done upon us, if someone causes us any harm, and they say you know please forgive us. Once we've calmed down, we say okay I forgive you. Just don't do this mistake again, or don't cause me any more harm. You know that's fine in its place. But where we fail is the third point, that not only forgive them but also show kindness and generosity towards that person. And this is important because this is where the state of our heart comes into place. Because a lot of the times what happens is if someone causes us to become angry for whatever they've done against us, then we forgive them because of the circumstances. You know, it could be the family come and say, you know, they, they, made, they made a mistake, please forgive someone. So they won't do it again. They promise they won't repeat this, uh, this mistake. We forgive them. But the state of our heart doesn't forgive them. So what we find is we've forgiven them verbally, but we're not forgiven them from the, the, from the bottom of their heart. And this is where we need to um, actually focus on and exercise and overcome so that we actually forgive them from their heart. So from this incident, what we learn is when the Khadim recited Al-Afina and Al-Nas and those who pardon people, what did the scholar do? He said that, you are free for the sake of Allah. So in those days, you know, servants, khadims, they were like property. You know, people used to own them in those days. So they would own them, they would sell them, uh, etc. Like we do with any and anything that we own materialistically. So he, the scholar said that you are free to go. So imagine, you know, you've got something so much so valuable and then you give it away for free. Giving something like that away for free, something that is valuable, that will form, that will put your heart through a form of, um, you know, uneasiness because you're having to do something for free. No one likes to do something for free unless they get something in return. So in this example, when he freed the slave, that was a way of getting rid of any ill feelings of the anger in his heart, because. He was letting that free, uh, letting that khadim go completely free. Therefore, he in his heart had forgiven this khadim completely and was not holding anything back in his heart. Zainul Abidin rahmatullah he tain asla Ali radiallahu her nati. So if someone tain uzukhur tain erzon khadim asla mani erzon gulam. Uzukhur mid maidel. Obviously, এটা মানিয়ে দেখা যারা গুরুস কুশারে কন্ট্রোল করুন যে সময় জাইনুল আবেদিন তাই এই আয়াত কুনচন লগিয়া থানার কুশারে কন্ট্রোল করলেছেন বাদে খাদিম তাই তো একজন হাফেজ আসলা বাদর খান ফরসুন ওয়াল আফিনা আনিল নাস আজরা মানুষরে মাফ করুন তো লগিয়া জাইনুল আবেদিন রাহমাতুল্লাহি তাই থানো গোলামরে মাফ করে দালাইছেন 
بعدين بتقرر خادمة بعد رغم شعر انطلابات خرسون والله يحب المحسنين ترر بلا فاين زارة بلا خام قروي سو تان كتا خرسون تان خادم لو خرسون زي تومي اسكوتا كيفري معنى تومي اسكوتا كيمار غلام ناي تومي اسكوتا كي اخزان شادين منوش تومي تومار زيبون كتا خو سو اجازة لا امرا شكا فا اسلام زي ये कुराना आया था मतलब अल्लाह तीन सात जिन्स हम लोग शिक्षा दिए सोएं जैसे तीन सात जिन्स हम लोग क्या लगाते हैं शाम लोग गुस्सा होए पहला जिन्स चल गया गुस्सा लोग कंट्रोल करा सेकेंड जिन्स चल गया जैसे खाने हम लोग गुस्सा इधर इस जिन्स टाइम में माफ़ोर्टम मानी ईमानशीर माफ़ोर्� आर खुए जिसमें हम लोग गुशा टंडो ही जिसे हम लोग खुशी ओके अन्य अपना जो मार्फोरी दलाईसी जब जब बदला होगा सो इतना लेकिन हम लोग शादरों जिन्हें हम लोग उच्च शब्दों में हम लोग खोरी जैसे गुशा जिसमें टंडो ही जाए उसमें हम लोग कोई आच्छा चिकन से अपना मार्फोरी दलाईसी आर इटा खोरी ना जानो अमरा खुदी हुई जाए। तीसरी जिन्स कितना जैसे खाली मैं फोर्टम ना बोट ये मानुष रे माया देखा ही था। तो अमरा सिंटा फोर्टम जैसे जैसे मैं अमरा गुशा खोरी, गुशा खोरी अमरा फोरी दलाई, एर फोरे अमरा बीतूर किला खन लगे। मानी अमरा अंतरों में दे जैसे अमरा अमरा जैसे मुखाइजे � लास्ट जिन्स चली गया हम लोग जमाए एक्जाम रे एक्जाम आरोजन माफ़ूरी दलाई खाली मुक्ति खितम ना बट हम लोग अंतर दे माफ़ूरी दली था आर इटा किला खान जे हम लोग इकोटन रे तेजी का पाइसी जे जस्मोए हम लोग खो गुशा मानी कुछ एकुने खाने गुशा कोरी ते हम लोग खाली किता करता किता इजे तीन जिन तीन जिन्स दो दिन बादे, तीन दिन बादे, घंटा बादे कुनाए, लोगिया उस समय कुछ अकर्तम जब तुझ जब तुझको तुझ अमने पावी, कुछ अकर्तम कंट्रोल करा पड़े, अम्रा मानुष चारे माफ़ूरे दलाई था, पूर्ति हम जय अम्रे आमे अपने माफ़ूरसी, किंतु तीन तीस दिन इश लोगिया अम्रा ये मानुष चारे एक ता हादिया ये मानसिकता हमारे खोतोपर खोते हुए रहो बाखोतोपर एक टा खोते कर लो बाखोतोपर खोता खोल लो हमारे फ्री हमी इन्दे हमी एक बार एक टा हादिया दिया था किला उठो लेक आसुल जिन्स खाने जैसे मुझे अपने कुशल कंट्रोल हो सुन माफ़ूरी दलाई सुन एर फोरे गया तन वो मानसिकता हादिया दें तामी ये मानुषता व्यक्ति हादिया दी तामो खोतो खुश्तो जे खुश्तो इसे ये खुश्तो रे आमी कंट्रोल हो जाए हादिया दलाई सी जो दे आश्चर्य मार फोर्टा फर्ताम जो दे आमी आश्चर्य मार फोर्सी ना ये मानुषता हादिया दी तामो आरा बिशे खुश्तो लोने तो उटो लगा अम्रा केर फर्ताम जे गुशा खोर Allah will will fill his heart with tranquility and iman. So anger, which is for the sake of Allah and His Deen, exempted from this. Hence, the Holy Prophet would become angry when the disobedience of Allah occurred, as occurred, as described in a hadith, as though pomegranate seeds were sprinkled over his blessed face. So, 
in a hadith we learn that the person who controls his anger in the moment that he could execute it Allah will fill that person's heart with tranquility and iman and again coming back to the point that it is important to show anger um, for the sake of deen because that is exempt for example you know um, if someone is causing harm to deen for example someone is burning quran in front of you in those incidents you know if you don't show anger then what kind of a muslim are you you are naturally supposed to get angry in those kind of incidents but again react you get angry but you react in a calm calculated and um careful manner so that you do not cause harm to yourself to others or to deen in itself but as Muslims, we don't get angry when we're supposed to. You know, we have um, our young people, um, our youngsters, uh, for example, in, involved in haram businesses, for example, dealing with alcohol and stuff like that. In those instances, we don't get angry. Rather, we enjoy the, the benefit of the money that comes through. And, you know, that's where we go wrong. And then there's the other extreme where... We get angry in instances where we shouldn't do. So, you know, an example comes to mind, uh, which happened, I believe, in the UK, that a father bought a brand new car and his child went outside. And, you know, as childs do, um, he scratched the painting on the car. The father got so angry, he came when he saw this, that he smacked his child so hard that the, the child had to go to hospital and get treatment. And that's when they, and then, you know, the, the, the child said, oh, Father, I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have done this. And that's when the father realized, you know, what did I do? You know, how could I have hurt my child in such a manner? The value of my child is always going to be worth more than anything that I acquire in this, in, in this world, even more so than this brand new car. So again, it's very important that we um, show anger where it's needed to, but we control our anger when we're supposed to. So, Hadisan <coughs> So, for example, ইজাকাতে <laughs> ফুয়াই 
Another example is about Abu Bakr anhu when he restrains his anger. So Abu Bakr anhu he became angry with his relative Mr. anhu who was unfortunately amongst those who were involved in the false accusation of Sayyida Aisha anha. So there was an incident where there was a scandal, a false accusation against Sayyida Aisha anha, and his relative Mr. was also involved in that incident. After Allah declared her innocence in the Quran, Sayyidina Abu Bakr who took a firm oath that he would not spend on his relative. However, Sayyidina Mr. was a participant of Badr, whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had honored with a lofty status. So Allah interceded on his behalf with the words, Would you not love that Allah forgives you? The scholars of tafsir, such as Ibn Kathir, he state that this verse was revealed again regarding Sayyidina Abu Bakr. In other words, Allah was saying that, O oh Abu Bakr, don't you like to forgive the mistake of my servant, who is a participant of Badr, and I in exchange forgive your mistakes on the Day of Judgment. When this verse was revealed, Sayyidina Abu Bakr broke his promise, paid his kafara, and made another promise saying, Bala wallahi innahu inni uhibbu Why not? By Allah, I love that Allah forgives me. And there, and after that, he started to give Mr. his cousin brother even more money. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means when he says, Those who pardon people wa'afina anin nas and do good righteous muhsanin. So after forgiving people, show kindness and generosity the way that Abu Bakr anhu showed towards his cousin. Now, if you're not aware of this incident, this is a very big incident that happened at the time of Prophet Muhammad against Aisha anhu. It was, you know, um, damaging the reputation of our beloved mother Aisha anhu. And in this accusation was this relative that was involved. But when it was clear that this was a false accusation, naturally the father, you know, Abu Bakr anhu of his daughter Aisha anha, you know he was angry and in anger he said that this support that I used to give this relative I'm going to stop giving this relative because how could how dare he be involved in accusing my daughter in this scandal but this is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, revealed the verses of the Quran that don't you love that Allah forgives you <coughs> and this was in relation to Abu Bakr anha's anger and this special treatment towards this relative mister was because this Sahabi was also a participant in the first battle of Islam, the battle of Badr. And the Sahabas that took part, uh, the part in this battle, they had a, a, a very high status in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore Allah, Allah forgave him. And of course he had got involved in this scandal without knowing the facts. And, you know, unfortunately it wasn't just himself, but other people were also um, prey to the, um, the scandal. Um, but again, this is just an example of the time of our Prophet Muhammad of a very high status person, Abu Bakr anhu, um, exercising the, the third point that we learned today, that just not um, forgiving verbally, but also, um, you know, um, showing kindness and overcoming that. Cleaning the heart completely. So 
So when a person gets angry, his behavior becomes like a devil because shaitan is created from fire and anger is also created from fire. Sayyidina Abu Sa'id reads that the Messenger of Allah said, Save yourself from anger. Indeed, it is a hot charcoal burning in the heart of every man. Do you not see the veins of his neck swelling and the redness of his eyes? Whosoever senses anything from this should attach to the earth. The redness in the eyes indicates that there is fire there. Hence, a person should restrain his anger as much as possible. People carry out unimaginable acts due to anger, which are so horrendous and despicable. Out of anger, people revolt, revolt against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in accordance to Islamic laws, such a person is taken out of the fold of Islam. Due to anger, an individual argues with his parents. A husband exceeds the limits and oppresses his wife. A wife dishonors her husband. A son disrespects his father. A student disrespects his teacher. A murid disciple disrespects his sheikh. An ummati follower disrespects his prophet. A subject disobeys his leader. And a servant disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anger is such a destructive 
spiritual illness which deprives a person from the affection of his elders. Tell me, if a student vents his anger towards his teacher, will the teacher show compassion towards a, towards a student? Never. We should behave respectfully towards all of our elders so that we receive their love and affection as this love and affection is vital. Extreme anger has destroyed thousands of families. The husbands out of anger pronounced three divorces resulting in a permanent marriage breakdown for the rest of his life. He will be regretting and his children will be cursing him as to how much of a tyrant the father was that he divorced the mother at an advanced age. My dear friends, anger is undoubtedly a disastrous and detrimental illness. We should not delay in seeking its remedy and restrain ourselves as much as possible when becoming angry. So this was just a overview of how destructive anger can be. And you know... I'm sure every single one of us has experienced anger in some shape or form in our lives and the way we've reacted or you know we said something or done something you know it, it's it's not always been pleasant it's not always been good and the loss is always to ourselves the main person that loses that reacts in a in a state of anger is ourselves and that is the sad case and that was that is something that we need to be um, extremely careful of so زرا گوشا خورن ار گوشاری کنترل خورن ار اشرا شیطان راهن وزن خنه شیطان لگا الله اگوندی منایسون ار اگون ار گوشو لگا وی اگون الله اگوندی منایسون امرا سنتا خورتم زه شمای امرا اخبار منی شمای এটা কারণে কত ক্ষতি হয় মানে কত মানুষের জীবন ধ্বংস হয় একজন একজন বাচ্চায় তার বাপরে মানে আড়াইলায় একজন কত আমরা কত ঘটনা শুনি যে একজন স্বামী গোসা হয়ে দেয় তার স্ত্রীর তিন তালাক পেলাইছেন মানে আর এই তিন তালাক দেওয়ার ফলে তারার খালি স্বামী স্ত্রীর খালি জীবন নষ্ট নাই বা তারা বাচ্চিতর জীবন নষ্ট হয়ে যায় তো আমরা আসলে খুব কেয়ারফুল থাকতে মুবো যে গুসার আমরা সময় গুসা উঠে যাই গুসার একটু কন্ট্রোল করি কন্ট্রোল করতে মুবো আর যদি গুসা উঠে যায় গুসার হালতে আমরা কোনো মানে অ্যাকশন দিতাম না গুসার অবস্থায় কোনো বাদ জিনিস হইতাম না আর গুসার অবস্থায় কোনো বাদ জিনিস করতাম না সো ড্রয়িং টু কনক্লুশন টু টুডেজ ডিসকাশন আই উইল এন্ড উইথ টকিং অ্যাবাউট দি রেমেডিস ফর আঙ্গার So there are many remedies for anger mentioned in the Ahadith and in the books of our pious predecessors Shah Maulana Abdul Haq Sahib mentions that at the time of anger the following things should be adhered to recite the hours a'uzu billahi minash shaitanir rajim perform wudu if standing down sit down if seated then lie down move away from the person you become angry with or move him away from yourself stay in the company of a pious person Engage in Zikrullah and recite Durud Shreef in abundance. Avoid talking with the person you are angry with for about three days, which is what we are allowed to Islamically. Contemplate that anger will destroy my Iman like the way aloe vera destroys honey. Remind yourself that you are a sinner in the eyes of Allah. If He takes you to test with your sins and mistakes, then it will be difficult for me to gain salvation. Also, by forgiving, you have hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive you. Hence to forgive is, to, hence to forgive is better in every aspect.
if any transgression if any transgression is perpetrated due to anger then pay a penalty of sum of money or perform four rakats of salah as an atonement so these are some of the remedies that we can follow in terms of treating our anger but one of the best and most effective ways of treating our anger which is practiced by our predecessors is to seek out a spiritual mentor a spiritual guide a scholar a genuine scholar who is god-fearing himself or herself and then seeking their counsel so explaining your situation to them about how you become angry what you do in your state of anger and how you are not able to control your anger and then you know seek and, and then explain to them uh, your situation you know uh, what caused you to become angry and act upon the advice that spiritual mentor gives you a word of word of caution is when you're seeking spiritual mentors please find a spiritual mentor that is ad- adhering to the um, the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and lives a life in accordance to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam unfortunately these days you have you will find so many spiritual mentors that are um, so called spiritual mentors but they have other alternative motives um, and therefore you have to be very and extremely careful of, of them and if you're not sure where to find them seek out local scholars in your community as they will know who you can approach um, and seek help with and the the remedies that i've mentioned um uh we will also post these on our instagram channel so if you wanted something to refer back to please um follow us on our instagram channel as well at um the top official um and so these are just some mechanisms of coping with anger in at the stage of angry and again you know um when you are experiencing anger one of the other techniques is also to drink cold water as that will help you calm down as as mentioned is performed through here um and again if you're not able to control yourself one of the steps is to move the person away or you yourself move away from that person that's causing you to become angry otherwise the longer you stay in that environment the harder it will be difficult the, the, the more difficult it will be to kind of control yourself and control your anger and one of the key points that 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 also is um very worth worthy and also helps in terms of our spiritual awareness is be aware of yourself constantly that if i get angry and react in a manner that isn't befitting and you know i uh, uh, and that, that that isn't befitting of me and you know i hold this person accountable to more than they should be accountable then on the day of judgment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will also hold me accountable for every single sin and mistake that I I myself have done so how am I going to get you know salvation from my own mistakes in front of Allah in a time where I have become angry if I control myself and I say I forgive you then inshallah you know through that forgiveness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may also forgive us for the faults and the sins that we have ourselves on the day of judgment and again we also have to be extremely careful that in brutality in brutalization of this anger that we do not you know cause transgress become an oppressor so sometimes someone's caused you you know say, say for example someone said something to you and you become so angry that you then go and smack that person that is actually oppression because you are now oppressing the person that person caused you to be angry by saying something verbally 
if you wanted to retaliate, say something in like in, in retaliation verbally. But the fact that you went and smacked that person, that you have now transgressed. So again, that's something that you have to be extremely careful of. So, Gushar, Kilahan, Jaremani, treat Tikrazai, Koyakta step, Amrad, um, Kadawaisi. So, Kalazinish, like, the Sham Gushu Desai, Oshima, Amra, Awuzibilla for them. Amra, Uzukurtam, Azukurtam, Batanda Fanikaitamani, Amra, Shulish and Dakorban, the Matar and Dakorbalagi. The Sham Gushu Desai, the Sham Amra, the Harawitaki, and the Visitam. Uh, the same as 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 Gibbet for a bad zinch for a nap, a tralocatam. I'm the Beshkori Zikurkotam, Beshkori, Durusri for them. Are the Masham the Gusha for I saw him? E. Mashologe, Zudi, I'm the Tandoitam Sai, I'm the Tindin for Janta, I'm the Mani, Tindin for Janto, I'm the Tarlogamatalactonai. So Tindin Ufrizitam Matinat, I'm the Gunagarism. So Zudi Kunumashafne, Emma Bukasha Horsons, Afne. Mani sign the Iman Mukadamata, the Tindin from Jota Afna Akhtarba. Tindin for the Zudi Afna Gushatahir, Afna Salam Kalam Katavarba, but Mani Ekbar Hatafatana, Eternishet. Amra Sintakotumi was a Amroyo Gunagarmanos, Amro Hotoguna for Si, Hotomashad Duktisi, Amnise, Hotomashok Stodisi. The Zudi I Hostodi Walagi, Ariguna Lagi, Kiamotin, Alazu the Amra Dorin, Amra Alla Kitazu of Dumo. So, after the common Kunushomoi Kushotizai, Aushom Afna U Manshama Fredeline, the Amra Sintakurum was the Amra the E Manshama Fredelasi, Itaharone Alla Amra Maforba. Azudi Afna Maforina, Amaforabola, Afna Aro Mani Aro Arora Coron, Arabola Loin, the Afna Sintakurtibaze, Iharonuzi, the Allai Amra de Amra Zigunakorsi, Ita Bodla Aro Amra Ladorin, the Amra Kun Obstoibo. After the Shamba Kerkotimbo, the Onoshomoi. Amra Gushar Ubastai, Emon Zinus Hortamna, the Mani Eta Zurumizai. So, for example, Zudi Afna Hogalesoi, Afne Gushar Ubastai, Eman Strecht, the Luka Tabadalesoi. Eta Mani, the Amra One Zalimigisi, Eman Strecht Zulmbolisi. Hene Zudi Amra Saitam, Amra Imanisha Mukti, Manhosha de Tavanamne. Imanisha Amra Mukti Hosha de Se, so Amra Mukti Mamasha for the name, but Amra Kitakosi. Aru Ufridi Kesiki, Mania, Mukti Hostanalia, Amrakea, Apti Hostalesi, Etamani Zurumpolisi, so on the Kalkotimbo, the Gusser Overstai, Amra Mani, um, um, Arabish Hostalism. So Ashokorimu, the Amraz Arusor Horsi, Etai Afnadar Fido Isse, Inshallah Idronor, um, Arusan Amra Rahmu, the Arab Nuno. The Lord Zeme Maria say it at the Fare, Inshallah Ruzal Masho, Amrad in the Dohorba, Inshallah Amrad Monofort Dormide. One more thing I just wanted to point out um, one of the points about control and treatment of anger is the talking with the, not talking with the person for three days. If a person caused you anger so much so that you cannot stand that person, then you can avoid the person for three days, but you cannot completely cut them out. 
after three days, if you're still not able to control yourself and you're still not feeling um, at ease, then the very least you can do is salam kalam, you know, say salam alaikum, uh, uh, so that you're not completely cutting off relationship, as that is not um, something that is allowed. Um, so we will now conclude today's session. I hope it was of uh, of, 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 of uh, benefit, inshallah. Um, inshallah, so the plan is that uh, we will hold a few more sessions throughout this blessed month on the um, spiritual illnesses of the heart, also concentrating on other spiritual illnesses and then having a similar discussion uh, about those illnesses as well. So I will conclude now and I request to all our listeners to please remember me and my family in our dua, uh, make dua Allah accepts our Ramadan, our deeds, and um, uh, please remember me and my family in your doors as well. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.